HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Broadcasting live from Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn, you're listening to HeritageRadioNetwork.com. My name is Brandon Hoy, co-owner of Roberta's, a super-duper awesome place. Roberta's is a very, 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 very proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border, coast to coast, and all the ships at sea. Streaming live from the County of Kings, Brooklyn, New York City, on the Heritage Radio Network. Are you ready for the fastest half hour on the internet today? It's the Mike and Judy Show. Spanning the globe for high-minded hijinks and low-brow kicks to bring you the best in sex, drugs, rock and roll, and nuclear fission. They're too bad for radio and too good-looking for television. And now, here they are, to pluck the low-hanging fruit of the literati, your hosts, Mike Edison and Judy McGuire. And we're back! We're back! Back in Bushwick, here on the Heritage Radio Network. Mike, you've had a busy week. It's been crazy. The dirty, dirty, dirty tour just keeps rolling along. This What's dirty, 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 Mike? Why, I'm so glad you asked, Judy. It's my new book, Dirty, 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 which is uh, somewhat of a pop culture history of girly magazines. You know, the fucked up thing is, though, the coverage I've been getting, people have been sort of using my book to launch their own broadsides um, about pornography and its relative uh, merits and liabilities and... Uh, moral issues. They're, they're well, this this um, woman in uh, on uh, Slate dot com was not really reviewed. Just sort of used my book to attack pornography as a medium, and then someone else on Forbes dot com uh, used my book to uh, defend pornography as. Was as that a Susanna Breslin? It was Susanna Breslin. <laughs> no comment no, um, But it, the weird thing is The reaction to the book Is so weird Because um, everyone Who's read it Is really digging it The tour's been great uh, Great turnouts We were in LA um, Had an amazing turnout San Francisco as well You know before that We were in Chicago And Detroit and points in between and Brooklyn and everyone who's um, been around has been digging the book except this weird sort of substrata people who are seem to be afraid of it. I thought we were past this, honestly. No, we're not. We're not past fear of vagina. No, it's uh, America's puritanical attitude really hasn't receded at all. A couple of people told me they um, really like the book but will not read it on the subway because they don't want people to be seen. Oh, that says dirty, dirty, dirty on it for realsies. That's really that. We're well, all fucking I mean, doomed. Then they, then they can buy the Kindle version. I can't tell what you're reading. <laughs> I, I like to see what people are reading on the subway. I find it a good, 
a good way to gauge whether or not I should keep staring at them. <laughs> Kindles ruined that. But me. I'm really happy to be back here in uh, Brooklyn. It's good to be home. And, and we um, have some delicious guests today. We have the most delicious guests. We've got Kim Ema from The Treats Truck, who just wrote The Treats Truck Baking Book. And Thank a, you for being and, here. And it's a book that looks good enough to eat. And uh, my favorite Jew, Aaron Levkov, uh, who's opened a new <laughs> Trafe Palace, um, <laughs> the Gowanus Little Neck Clam Shack um, in Gowanus, right? That's not, it's like, is that really Gowanus? That, that's, yeah. that's accurate. Yes, okay. That's is it so, on the canal? We're not like in so a, we're not like on a raft. Uh, you know, as long as you're not casting fi- a net in, it's, as long it's as several not, blocks off the canal. As long as you're not pulling the clams out of that canal, because I'm sure I mean, they look like the fish on The Simpsons with like nine eyes. We right? have very, we have very reputable purveyors. So my question to you is: um, <laughs> you forgot to you forgot to introduce oh. my pocket Jew, <laughs> dude. That's some motherfucking big pocket. We're in the Goyam half over here. <laughs> I guess. Oh, I'm, I'm actually I'm Japanese. I'm, oh, I'm wow. sorry awesome. that you did not know this, but I'm I'm, I'm half Japanese I didn't and I'm Jewish. This is fantastic. You are the ideal woman. <laughs> this is great. The diversity of this show knows no bounds. This is Japanese. Good. I've never even heard that before. I, I, I love it. A friend of mine calls me that. Well, <laughs> that's wonderful. You know, and, and Jew, Jews and the Japanese have many things in common. One is, is we're fucking cheap. The other, though, is that we love salty pickled fish. <laughs> it's true. Both sides, yes. So, but uh, Aaron, what I wanted to ask you is, what the fuck does a Jew know about clams? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I brought my pocket Jew. <laughs> and, and again, all right, Joe, tell us, what's going on over there at Little Neck Clam Shack, your Trafe Palace? Um, it's just, you know, an O2 local sustainable seafood, just done very simply. Not as um, lo- and it's not so local that it's coming out of the canal. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> can't, not, it's can't not, stress it's, that point enough. It's not coming out of the canal, um, although I did see a dead fish floating on top of the canal this morning. Um, do you guys have oysters over there at that clam shack? We yeah, do. Of course Those we do. also don't come from the canal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard tell they're going to start doing oyster beds. Um, well, they are you- very good filters. So, yeah. <laughs> so you guys have only been open for a few weeks now, right? Uh, I think we've just completed three weeks of service. Although I've I've been working the uh, nine a.m. to three a.m. shift, so I feel like I've completed about eight weeks of service. In this well, this, this is your first uh, food industry job, right? You've never been in the restaurant business before. When I was much younger, I was a dishwasher. I was a uh, pizza delivery driver, which I parla- <laughs> parlayed into I- a successful career selling weed. <laughs> uh, so, which was uh, much more lucrative than washing dishes and delivering pizzas. What about you, Kim? Before the treats truck, which is pretty popular in New York. Um, where did you have any food service experience? Uh, well, years ago I'd been a waitress and uh-huh. that kind of thing, and you know, bake sales when I was a kid. What got, what got you started on making a, a, a truck full of goodness? Um, I was just obsessed with treats, and I was baking for friends and family and colleagues, and and then I just became obsessed with the idea of the treats truck and this truck, and I bought this big gray truck on eBay. And wow. went from a folding bike to this big truck. <laughs> started driving it around. And this is this is the American dream. Yeah, both of you guys just that, started that, 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 like that a, that a Japanese woman can own a treats truck <laughs> and have a fabulously beautiful book. Uh, that book does look good enough to eat. Thank real you. Judy, you're a treats truck fan. Can you describe the treats truck for uh, our, our friends in Radio Land. It's full of goodness that oh. you can buy. You have, you can, where can you where can you find well, out where the treats truck is going to be? Well, you can. Well, we have a website treatstruck.com. Mm-hmm. We used to have really set spots right. um, where you know, like oh. T- on Tuesdays, we're on a certain corner, but the city's actually making it really um, 
it's really difficult right now to do that kind of thing. Just as the food truck explosion is really kicking exactly, in. Exactly. But there was one court case that's making it difficult for everyone right now. But you can go to treatstruck.com. We have a phone number on that where you can call. And I change it a couple times a day and just say, hey, we're on the corner of this and that. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And your Twitter your Twitter is what? At treatstruck? The treat, at, at the treatstruck. Okay, I'm going to have Kim. I baked. I did a little baking yesterday because it's awesome. This, this is real Judy Maguire product? This is real Judy Maguire oh product. I had Jack eat one before. Jack, don't um, worry. You're not going to get stoned from it if it came from Judy's kitchen. Shut up. <laughs> it could be weed. It was delicious, though. Uh, <laughs> but there's something There's something just not right. There's something I want. They're not yeah, like, there's no weed in them. Are they, well, are they the same, both of these cookies? They're both the same. Both you the can same. choose whichever one you want or okay. eat them both. Okay. All right, pass it around. Come on, get, come on, make good with the cookies. I burnt one batch, but those aren't even burnt. I picked like the prime examples. All right, this, I this. want them to be gooey and delicious, and they're not. They weren't that. They weren't even fresh out of the oven. They're from yesterday. Right. Well, that might be your first problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, I tasted them yesterday, and they were exactly the same. Hey, this ain't bad, Judy. This is good. No, they're, they're not they're bad. Good. They're not bad at all. Good. They're not bad, but they're not what I want. You know what I want? A clam roll. How come you didn't bring me a clam roll, Joe? They don't travel very well. <laughs> so these are good. I didn't know well, you baked, Judy. <laughs> did you? Okay. Did you? Did you do it exactly like you had done it before? The only difference is now I have a KitchenAid mixer, and I uh, instead of using like sweat equity, yes. maybe it was my sweat from like softening the butter with my hands and that wooden spoon. They were gooey and delicious, and now I just have my beautiful red KitchenAid mixer. Because that's what I think of when I think of a tasty cookie is your sweat. <laughs> my sweat is like, is like angel teardrops. Yeah. You well, think that could be it? That, that, that could, it could be that it's missing the angel teardrops. <laughs> but it, it could be that you mixed it a little bit longer. Or it could be that mm. you, you know, it could have been. And also in your oven, you know, ovens are, you have to know your oven. It, I have a new shitty oven. Do you have a new one? But a really bad one. Because it doesn't matter if it's bad, you just got to know it. You went out it. and bought a bad oven? My landlady bought it. I mean, <laughs> it's like if you, the cheapest oven at Home Depot, that's what I have, which is better than the used refrigerator she used to buy me until <laughs> I started replacing my own, which would be, oh, she's like, I got, a new re- I got you a new refrigerator since that one doesn't work. Just make sure to spray it down with Raid before you bring it into the building. <laughs> and then the seal on the refrigerator was Vaseline. So it only so then I decided like you know what I'm just going to invest in a new refrigerator and I probably should have invested in a new oven too because there's on and off basically there's on and off yeah. maybe that's it well no I mean I think as long as you know your oven get to know your oven maybe give it a name get make it feel welcome bitch that's what I'm going to call okay, the oven bit <laughs> sure and then just get to know like how hot maybe you need to turn it up more or less or. You know, I'll but they, I think they're, pretty, they're they're good cookies. They're not great. But they're this not is good. Right. <laughs> oh no, we're gonna have to Heimlich because yeah. of my cookie. No, this is good. Look, Aaron's going I'm for another one right away. There you go. All right, that's a good cookie. But back to the clams. I was at uh, Little Neck last week on your um, quote unquote soft opening. It was it was that's great. Like four weeks ago. That was like four weeks ago. Um, hopefully, you're out of the weeds by now. <laughs> oh, we're in, in and out of the weeds periodically. <laughs> what is the exact spot? Yeah, it's on. Uh, See, our place is always in the same place. (laughs) (laughs) I would like a clam truck would be awesome. Which is on 3rd Avenue between Carroll and President Street. Oh, a quick trip on the G train. Nice-ish. That's a little wild. So you guys up to a full menu now? Depends on service depending. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes it could be a long trip on the G train. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sometimes it could take three G trains. <laughs> um, you got the full menu up and running now? Uh, we're working on it. You know, we opened with a limited menu. And we've been adding things as specials and seeing which ones do really well, which ones are total failures. What's uh, your most popular item so far? The clam roll and the lobster roll are obviously... Oh, you do a lobster roll. We do a lobster mm. roll. It's a main style lobster roll. When we roll. have you back, well, maybe you'll bring a lobster roll. That travel's okay, I know. Somebody didn't show up for work on time today <laughs> and uh, didn't get the food prepared. I've actually still got my whites on under this sweater. So <laughs> that's dedication. So, so tell us how you started, how you got the idea, and what you guys started this through donations on Kickstarter. Well, yes and no. Uh, I guess the backstory is I was, uh, you know, Mike and I used to actually work together in pornography, uh, post pornography, but uh, <laughs> but you know, we looked at a lot of pornography while we were working together, mm-hmm. but that was more. Uh, on the side stuff (laughs) you know after you punch out for the day Uh, and as and and our jobs were uh, moved to Montclair New Jersey actually I should say Mike's Uh, job was moved to Montclair New Jersey and I I I thought that really it would be easier than finding a new job which uh, boy was I wrong Uh, so that's how we got started Uh, you know along the way we realized we were running out of money and we put up a Kickstarter uh, which covered some bills. It was very nice. Now, you know how I feel. I hate Kickstarter because I, I consider it panhandling. Oh, I love it because I, I consider it panhandling. Grand work. Off of it. <laughs> well, you guys also gave people um, incentives, though, right? Okay. Yeah, we, did, we gave really great incentives, which now that that uh, all the chickens are coming home to roost, I'm really was like, <laughs> really great incentives. Uh, <laughs> Maybe we should have promised so much. Yeah. Like, what is it, like it, free it was, beer for life or something? Or? Well, I put up one that was uh, free beer and oysters for life uh, <laughs> if you donated at the $5,000 level, oh, which, okay. which was more of a gag to get attention, which is exactly what it did. Right. But towards the end there, I had people emailing me that were that were seriously on the fence about giving us five grand. So I suppose if they would have given us five grand, I would have had to honor it. But, you know, you get uh, most people gave $25 or $50. Tote bag. You get a tote bag. You get a T-shirt. <laughs> you get some free beers. You get, you know, free oysters. You get... A lobster roll, you know, whatever it is that you want. We've had people come in and start, uh, you know, start collecting on them, and I think it's really great. I think it's actually really great because it gets people into the place and it, yeah, it builds a relationship. And you have a tote bag. You're going to go back there and have some clams. Fill yeah, it, exactly. Fill the tote bag with clams. Or at least you're going to be, or at least you're going to be running around town with my tote bag. <laughs> right, advertise. So, so where are these clams coming from? If not from that poison canal? <laughs> oh, you know, all over the place. We've got, um, we've got. The clams, I guess, come from Long Island predominantly, the Little Necks, the Top Necks. Uh, the oysters, we usually have three or four West Coast and three or four East Coast on the menu at any one time. I like the West Coast better. Do you? Yeah, they're littler. You like the small ones? Or li- I, I like the little oysters. They're creamy. Yeah. I don't like the ones that are like putting another tongue in your mouth. Uh, that's the ones I'm more partial to. The, sal- the saltier, the better. Ooh. Putting another tongue in your mouth. Like yeah. a boy tongue or a girl tongue? Like, like an animal's tongue. Oh, I love tongue. Uh, I could go for a tongue sandwich right uh, now. We should open a deli. <laughs> Our next venture. We're going we're gonna to get Kim. We're going to open a deli in Japan. Sure. Let's do oh it. Oh, my God. I, a Jewish gel- deli in Japan? I bet it would do I really understand well. the guy that brought the bagel over there is, is like a multi-bazillionaire right now. It's actually a dream of mine to have a business in Tokyo. That would be the best. All right, we're going to talk. I, I could be the Jewish hot dog king. Oh, fantastic. Okay, I want to do like, <laughs> like, like crazy, like crazy Eddie style hot dog king. Mike Edison, sausage king of Osaka. <laughs> no. And then he can go on Japanese game shows and bank oh commercials. My God. That's awesome. I'm extreme eating. I tell you what, though. Um, 
I bet I could. I, I'll, I'll lay it down the gauntlet right now for the for the oyster eating competition. I'm not uh, a competitive eater generally, but I could guzzle six dozen oysters in record Ew, time. I'm putting no. it right out. Really? Well, yeah. well, we all, you and me, McGuire. Let's go. Loser pays. You know what? I've I got you lose. beat. I've done seven. Oh, that's like that. I saw the uh, man versus food um, episode where he does eat like a few dozen uh, oysters, and I was actually a little gaggy by the end of it. What else? Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. we should take a break. And we should take a break. And you know what today is? Today is Beethoven Appreciation Day. This is true. Mayor Bloomberg, one of the few thing, good things he's done lately, signed a proclamation to make today uh, Beethoven Appreciation Day. Um, it's actually National Beethoven Appreciation Month, and I thought we'd go with a little fifth of Beethoven. Classing up the joint, Mike. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Beethoven. <laughs> that was some. That's that a rather. Fun, that was a rather funky rendition. It's the Mike and Judy Show once again, broadcasting live at the Heritage Radio Network from Roberta's here in Bushwick. Did you see the article in the Times this weekend about people who text while they're having dinner with people that like that guy is doing right in front of our window? Unbelievable! I can't stand that. He's probably texting the guy that's sitting next to him too because he's so socially awkward he can't even talk to him. Some mom just changed a baby's diaper in the waiting room too. Oh, oh man! God. Really, really disappointed me. Uh, While she was texting? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she was on Twitter. She probably texted the picture to shut the fuck up parents. Roberta's wiping shit. Nice. You know what's really weird? People are bringing kids to the dirty, dirty, dirty uh, book tour. It's like, it's a fucking insanity. Like someone brings their 10-year-old daughter and the show gets blue really fucking fast. I mean, the first part of the show is a soliloquy about cocksucking. And there's a a 10-year-old girl there and... I mean, I want her to sign a release. I, what am I supposed to do? I feel really bad. It's a, Well, you should just have a little disclaimer before the show I, I go right up to the parents. I say, you know, this is going to get really blue really fast. Do oh, they no, even know cool. what blue you know, means? You know, it's going to get really filthy. X-rated. It's like a Red Fox show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cock sucking. <laughs> you, know? you big dummy. <laughs> Let's get back to food since it's a food holiday this week. It is Thanksgiving. Mike, I like what are you doing for Thanksgiving? I, uh, I Did you order your oysters from the oyster? Uh, guys? I am getting my oysters. We're getting a few dozen oysters, and it'll be somewhat of an orphan's Thanksgiving, um, as it usually is with just uh, friends. Since my would you like up to come? Family would is, you like so to come to Joe part? and I's party? You, got, you and Joe are having a party. Jo- are you, are Joe you inviting I, everyone in Mike and Judy Land. Yes, everybody that's listening is invited. <laughs> There's going to be a private party for whoever knocks on the door at Little Neck. <laughs> Joe and I have an oil drum. We're going to be deep frying turkeys in. Wow. Nice. And we'll probably watch the X-Files on Hulu. 
<laughs> Damn. <laughs> wow. That, 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 is, that is progressive and warm and family-like. I like Everybody's that. invited. Good. Kim, what do you have planned for Thanksgiving? Are you, do you have any special like pumpkin treats this week or anything? I do have pumpkin treats. I have pumpkin cake with cream cheese frosting and little pumpkin. I make little junior pies, like bite-sized, like <sighs> small pies and pumpkin swirl cookies and pecan pies. And so, I ate about f- three pumpkin pies yesterday <laughs> while I was driving. <laughs> we have to test the merchandise. That's I actually right. ate Quality half of control. one myself. <laughs> <laughs> I love pumpkin pie. Sample, quote unquote. So, yes. I, love, I like the food truck uh, phenomenon. I, I think it's great. I do too, but like the big gay ice cream truck just opened a store. And Kim, what, what are your plans for brick and mortar? I'm opening a store too called the Treats Truck Stop. Nice. And it's awesome. Thank you. Perfect and it's like you're going to sit down and hang out and there's a viewing window where you can watch some of the baking and you can get food and um and that it's on Court Street near 9th Street in Carroll Gardens. Perfect. Rockin' neighborhood. Now you, you you kind of resisted the cupcake trend, didn't you? Or do you have them? Well, when I very first started, I didn't want to have cupcakes right away, so mm-hmm. people didn't think it was a cupcake truck. But I love cupcakes. I serve cupcakes and a lot of ice cream it? cone cupcakes because nice. I loved those when I was a kid. Does anyone ice, else have ice those? cream cone cupcake? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. bake them in an ice cream cone. Sounds delicious. Oh, I do like it that. It looks like a cone, <laughs> but it's a cupcake. It looks like a cone, but it's a cupcake. It's much more portable sounding. It you is can't portable. Go wrong. How stoned were you when you invented this? <laughs> <laughs> the best thing to do is layer it in. So you bake the cake separate, and then you can frost the whole inside and layer in different kinds oh, of cake and oh, frosting. Nice. And then you get frosting at the very bottom, so you end with frosting. Oh. oh, it's like a reward. Yeah, it's like a reward for your hedonism. This is great. <laughs> I'm I used going to, I used to, to like those a hungry coma now because all I had were some cookies today. Mm. I used to I used to love those um, ice cream cones I'd get from the ice cream ice cream truck. Obviously, the prototype for the food uh, truck explosion. They had like a gumball at the bottom because I felt like you know, you'd get the reward uh, for it. Gumball? I never had that. Oh yeah, it was, like the, bo- it was, like, the, it was like the bottom of, of, a, of a cone. Um, it was, yeah. You know, and then the, we had to the bottom. There was like a piece of like you know like a gumball. Like, I'd actually prefer the ice cream. I like the gumball. Con- I like yeah, the concept too. of being rewarded for being like a pig. <laughs> <laughs> Because ice cream wasn't reward enough. Put some delicious sprinkles get, get on top. Get through the coconut and the chocolate. Get through the Maybe fake whipped cream. Get through the you know <laughs> hydrogenized vegetable oil that's past, being passed off as ice cream. You know, eat the sugar cookie and then a gumball. Long lasting fun. I'm a big fan of the Charms Blow Pop too. Yeah, not 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 so into those. <laughs> yeah, I don't even have plans this Thanksgiving. We had a rough week. Yeah, it has, been a rough, it has been a rough week, and we should uh, maybe send out some love and healing vibes to our friend. Michael Gonzalez, he got shot three times this week. He's going to be okay, though. Friend of the show. This is what happens when you're a guest on the Mike and Judy yeah. show. But yeah, then again, another guy got a, got a movie deal. Yeah. One guy got a movie deal, another guy got shot. So you know, yeah, it's, it's pick them. Sadly, if, if, I Six think... Six of one, half dozen of the other. So we should be careful when we walk out of here? No, it wasn't... It wasn't be careful here. when you walk around in Crown Heights. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's <laughs> but, it, but, but it's sad, so uh, no, hopefully Michael's listening and uh, getting our good healing vibes yeah. and love. But let that be a lesson to you. <laughs> be looking over your shoulder when you well, leave. Well, that certainly show. took things down a notch. Yeah, yes. sorry about that. It's just like, oh, what am I doing for Thanksgiving? I don't know. There might be Kellogg's mm. Diner in my future. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, some of my best Thanksgivings um, have been the non-Thanksgivings because yeah. I, I like I like the food. I don't really like my family, but what I really hate is small talk. That to me, that is like the worst fucking thing that I have to endure. Like, so you're in a band? And how am I going to explain this to someone? You Mike, know, if you were going to uh, go home to your, your mother, you could hear all about Barry's hernia oh, operation. Good Lord. So, she's doing well, by the way. Even Thank I've goodness. heard about he's, Barry's he's hernia doing, operation. We're all concerned about Barry's hernia. Well, you know, I, I, I kind of outed my painful. mom who said who sent this email to my brother. She didn't even send it to me. She sent it to my brother. It said, "I ordered Michael's book on Amazon, and Barry's having a hernia operation Tuesday." <laughs> then what did you do? You forwarded. 
like Jewish mom email. It was like one sentence. Paris and you forwarded husband. the email to all of your friends. Yes. I, I posted on Facebook, of course. <laughs> Within moments. My, my mother likes to do that kind of thing. My Jewish mother, but she, she puts it in the in the topic, like you know, for the email. She'll put the whole message there, and then there's nothing inside. So it would have said like you know, Barry's hernia operation, and there'd be nothing in the actual. Email. Hopefully, all caps too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I understand he's uh, he's doing well. He's resting easily down there in uh, Florida or wherever the hell these Jews go when the weather starts Boca. turning. I don't even know him. I'm not even Jewish, and I know every Jew goes to Boca. <laughs> I don't know that that's the case. West, Honestly, I've West Palm Beach, Clearwater. Okay. All right, you know. See, you know, you're a Jew from way back, and you know, <laughs> from and, way back. Well I, well, I mean, I've been Jewish for 31 years, so and a punk rocker for 31 years, according to the New York according Times. To the New York, yeah, <laughs> one of the Jews in the New York Times who described Aaron as a 31 year old punk rocker, which is code for what? Try explaining that to your 60 year old mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe you two could each give us like a really quick and easy thing to make on Thanksgiving. Like Kim, what is like? A recipe from your book that even a really bad baker could make. Uh, peanut butter cookies. Mm, I love peanut butter cookies. I love peanut butter cookies. Yeah, me it's too. my favorite, and it's the simplest, simplest thing. I actually, I like to make peanut butter sandwich cookies. So you can make peanut butter and jelly sandwich cookies, peanut butter cookies with chocolate in the middle, peanut butter, peanut butter. Oh, that sounds Aww. really good. Are you yeah, kidding? Good. I just take a spoon and a jar of peanut butter and one happy guy. <laughs> <laughs> I got back from San Francisco like at one o'clock in the morning last night. It was a bottle of Rioja and a big big tub of Jif. You know what I like? I like I like bad, cheap kids' peanut butter. I don't like hippie organic peanut butter. Most of the other things I tend to not eat processed food. I try to avoid processed yeah. food. I don't like it. But except for peanut butter, I just want that Jif. You know? yeah. Do you like the chunky or the creamy? Creamy, baby. Oh, no. Chunky all the way. <laughs> do, you, do you use like the crappy peanut butter or do you use like I'm betting your sous chef likes chunky, super chunky. I actually. What are you trying to say about the guy? Nice peanut butter. (laughs) Yeah, I would think so. I mean, plus you're serving kids. Isn't it annoying how many kids have like um, nut and gluten allergies now? I've gotten very good at that though. Like you know, like everything's separate. People can come up and I'll go. You can have this. You can't have this. This doesn't touch this. You know, are nut and gluten allergies a real thing? No. Like where were nut? (laughs) Where were nut and gluten allergies like fifteen? Why aren't we all dead? Seriously, because when I was a kid, if you were allergic to bread, you get your ass kicked. (laughs) (laughs) I want a rice cake. (laughs) Okay, clam shack. What do you recommend? Like even a spaz can make. Well, I'm really feeling the peanut butter on a spoon. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. It paired well with the Rioja, let me tell you. What if you want to get a little fancy? All right, let's talk to Joe the sous chef. Let's get it from Joe the sous chef. Um, I, I definitely know that people uh, that I go to people's houses for Thanksgiving, and the the thing they ask me most about is gravy. Yeah. Um, well, it, it may not be a gravy per se, but it's it's always just foolproof um, a velouté. Um, just what? take some. <laughs> <laughs> take a That's just make French. just make a yeah just make a roux. Um, and take some, you know, some dark turkey stock. And roux just, is not yeah, just, make roux. Simple. just make a roux. Just Mike. make a roux. Roux is a giant pain in the <laughs> ass. Roux is, roux is not a giant pain in the ass. People think they have to take um, a quart a, a a of flour and a quart of butter and add it together, and they can only make big amounts of roux. No, I've take made a, little bits of roux, but yeah, it's still a... Take two tablespoons of butter, two tablespoons of flour, you know, stir it in a pan, add some turkey stock. Um, if you got any drippings from the turkey, add that in, and you have foolproof turkey gravy. What about a nice oyster stuffing? Oh yeah, no dough. Oyster stuffing is uh, fantastic. Um, 
I'm, think, know, I'm thinking about this because we're getting the raw oysters from our, our, our friends, and I'm thinking maybe an oyster stuffing might be nice. I might oh, do it. This. I think we have to yeah. add that Sounds for our really Thanksgiving good. party. Yeah, I think that'll be part of the Oyst- orphan's like Thanksgiving. Oysters and chestnuts. What about the um, White Castle stuffing? I thought you'd be all over that. Yeah, you know, it's, I, I, you know how much I love White Castles. I know. I, I do love the White Castle, but um, it seems to be somewhere that's church and state separation between you know what I should put in a turkey's ass and what I shouldn't. The White Castles, <laughs> definitely a, a turkey don't. <laughs> what about White Castle chicken rings? Would you stuff it? No, I don't. I don't. First of all, I'd like to see those round chickens, okay? Because I don't even believe they exist. <laughs> but no, I, I'm a purist when it comes to White Castle. It's the sliders, the cheeseburgers, and the double cheeseburger, also known as the meat pedophore. Um, that's got a consistency that's unbelievable. Never but I don't do any. One. I don't do any fucking chicken. I know I invented it. I don't do any fucking chicken at White Castle, what? and no. I don't respect people who do. One year, my boyfriend <laughs> wrapped our turkey in bacon. It was pretty intensely great. I love bacon. Who doesn't yeah. love bacon? I, I made Rice Krispie treats with bacon. Oh, nice. oh wow! Not nice. for the truck though. I that was, I don't know. Just 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 at home. Give me just, pork. <laughs> <laughs> just for kicks. I don't have any pork on the truck. No pork on the truck. Mm-hmm. Kosher food truck. Uh, yeah, oh, man. <laughs> I have no pork on the truck. <laughs> So how how big an operation do you have now? I mean, there's where's the fleet of food trucks of uh, tree trucks? I have one treats truck, and his name is Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good name. Yeah. You name your oven too, right? You name your oven. You name your truck. Uh, my, my I named my Hobart. I named my Sheeter. This is. Uh, have you been involved in any turf wars with your truck? Um. <laughs> Speaking of getting shot, did that big gay ice cream truck come over and try to squeeze <laughs> you out? I'm actually I'm friends with Doug and Brian at the big gay ice cream truck, and actually there are a couple times that Doug has been on my truck and helped me serve, mm-hmm. and then he just confuses people because people come up and be like, "Wait a second, where am I?" Do all of the Van Lewins converge on you at once? In a circle? <laughs> I can say it's like Breaking Bad, except it's food trucks. We actually have a food truck association, and it is quite a colorful bunch when you get us all in the room together. Well, they actually yeah. all sleep in a parking lot right behind our restaurant. <laughs> That's true. Really? I know where you sleep. <laughs> oh, he's or, well, where your truck sleeps, at least. Yes. <laughs> so so do you do all the baking, or do you have helpers? Um, I started out doing all the baking, but I'm tired now, yeah. so I don't do all the baking myself. But I have a staff. I have about um, five people who help me with the baking, and so we all do the baking. And I'm the main driver seller on the truck. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if people want to... You're selling your book on the truck, aren't you? I am you? not selling my what? book on the truck. I know That's I wanted to crazy. sell it on the truck, but there's a um, there's a law that you're not supposed to sell merchandise from a parking meter, and so I can sell the cookies. Wait but the- a second. This is a free this is a first amendment. Thing. This is yeah, a first amendment can, issue. You should be says, able to sell a book. But says says McGuire and Edison attorneys at law. But the thing that, <laughs> is that a strictly enforced law. Um, well, has it, anyone got nailed on it? Yes. People wow. do get nailed on it. And actually, right now, I, I want to say also that um, one food truck got in trouble, and they said that the judge ruled that food is merchandise. So now we're both legal and illegal. So um, we actually Story get busted for selling cookies and, <laughs> and tacos or whatever we sell. We're getting busted for that, selling merchandise from a parking meter. So the, there's a Save, um, SaveNewYorkFoodTrucks.com. I mean, and there's a website for that, too. Yes. What, what is if it you're, again, like, double-parked? Uh... You're double parked. What if you double park the truck and then you're not at the, the meter? Law, oh, then you're not. The you're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but well, we could try that, and we could sell some maybe like oyster rolls or something. We could do that. When's the clam truck coming? Soon. The clam. The clam mobile. It should look like a clam. It oh, should. Be awesome. A clam mobile. I, well, I wanted everybody to be dressed up in little clam suits. They could have little lobster <laughs> suits or, or a little more mobile. I would think. Maybe like, some plastic starfish on the side, uh-huh. a plastic lobster, a net. Yeah, I think that could be very beautiful. Dress them up like the Gorton's fishermen. 
Hey, Joe, I bought you a yellow rain slicker. <laughs> I'm not wearing that. That'd be really comfortable over the deep fryer. Have you ever seen the sashimi t- tabernacle choir, or tabernacle truck? It's it's covered in lobsters and all different kinds of plastic, and they it, it's they play music, and then all of the um, the, the plastic creatures <laughs> move no. and, and, and it, yes, it was at Maker's Fair this year. It's it, kind of an incredible car. But will they feed me a lobster? Or, no. or are they just going to sing at me? They're just going to sing at you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we yeah. can sing to ourselves. I'll yeah, feed you a lobster. Can't wait. Maybe we should maybe we should head over to Little Neck after this. Maybe, <laughs> but I want to remind everyone to go buy the Treats Truck ba- Baking Book. You can't buy it at the Treats Truck, you can buy incredibly, <laughs> but you can buy it on Amazon and other fine retailers. Yeah, you can go to bookstores. Independent bookstores, yeah. which we love. Yes. And uh, you should go eat some oysters and lobster rolls at... Uh, at Little Neck over in the Gowanus. Yeah. All so right. So we're taking the next week off because we're going to be too fat and... Sassy after Thanksgiving, right? <laughs> Next week's off, and um, one more stop on the Dirty, Dirty, Dirty tour, by the way, is this Tuesday at the New York Public Library. Fancy. It's going to be an afternoon gig, 1 p.m. at the NYPL. Which one? On 5th T- Avenue. Tuesday? On 5th Avenue, right there with Patience and Fortitude. And, and Mike. All right, once again, it's the Mike and Judy show from uh, Roberta's Restaurant, the Heritage Radio Network. Thank you guys. See you next week. Or not. sugar, <laughs> sugar. Thanks for listening to this program on the Heritage Radio Network. You can find all of our archived programs on heritageradionetwork.com, as well as a schedule of upcoming live shows. You can also podcast all of our programs on iTunes by searching Heritage Radio Network in the iTunes Store. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for up-to-date news and information. Thanks for listening.